Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Let's cross over now to Jason Dacey, the owner of Cockatoo Media in Brisbane. And Jason, uh, good morning. Welcome to Weekend Mornings. How are you doing? Good morning, Glenn. Good morning, Neil. Good morning to all the listeners. Uh, it's great to have you on, uh, Jason. And give us the latest on the situation uh, across Australia now with COVID-19. Well, the situation here isn't as bad as the Europe or the U.S., but we just had our 29th death uh, in the last hour. It was a woman in her 70s uh, from Victoria. So 29 deaths. We have had uh, 5,455 cases and 585 people have recovered from it. And, of course, New South Wales, uh, where Sydney is, is the worst affected state. And, and Jason, what are the measures looking like to try to keep people uh, apart from each other, the social distancing? Has there, has there been, I know that they are not as strict as other places. What's that looking like as a practical matter on the ground? Yeah, I just heard your last segment with uh, Jason Desmond from Malaysia. So we're probably a step behind that here in Australia where there are the social distancing rules in place, but it's not a complete lockdown. And we are still able to get out and about and do things, but we are encouraged to stay home. And of course, uh, you know, things like uh, weddings, you can only have five people, funerals, you can only have 10 people. And my neighbor actually is looking to get married very soon. I just spoke to her this morning and she said she's had to put off the marriage because of this. Uh, so it's affecting people around, uh, you know, in my orbit as you like. And of course, a lot of people are working from home now. And there's some very harsh measures coming to place in New South Wales and Victoria. But where I am in Queensland, it's not as bad. Of course, Australia is a very proud outdoor nation, very sporty, footy and netball at the weekends, beaches and so on. And there was some criticism initially that too many people were going to the beach. I mean, what's happened with that? Has has that message got through, you know, local sports, beach trips? Is that off now? Pretty much, uh, Neil. You know, you used to live in Geelong near Mm. Melbourne, Victoria. And of course, I'm living in quite a different community in Queensland. And the, the beaches in Victoria and in New South Wales are closed. But here in Queensland, it's, uh, they're still open. And I actually, a couple of days ago, went down, took an hour's drive to the Gold Coast, where you used to own property, went for a swim early morning at Main Beach near Service Paradise, and, of course, kept the social distancing. There were quite a few people out doing you know, walking and exercises, but everyone kept their distance. The beaches are not closed in Queensland. But the border is closed between New South Wales and Queensland. And as many of your listeners know, it's, uh, the Gold Coast is found on the border of New South Wales and mm. Queensland. There's a, a border town, a bit like uh, San Diego, I guess, in the U.S., called Coolangatta and Tweed Heads. Coolangatta is in Queensland. Tweed Heads is in New South Wales. Yeah. And it's called absolute pandemonium. There, there are border checks, like it's some kind, of, some kind of war, you know. So it's very difficult for someone who might live in Tweed Heads as a tradesman who's trying to go to Coolangatta or surface paradise for work and cannot get there. You really have to have a, have a very valid reason to get there now. Well, that is very bizarre. I mean, many Singaporeans will relate to that. Many Singaporeans over the years have flown into Kulangata Airport at the Gold Coast. If they go south into New South Wales, of course, they go down to Byron Bay or they go slightly north, as you say, to the Gold Coast or up to Brisbane. It's just a road. I mean, there's no, there's no natural border there. So it must be, I'm trying to work out, how is it being enforced? Well, they have uh, police, local police, have just uh, been landed with this, doing kind of uh, spot checks. You know, the, the road narrows down to one lane and each car is checked and they have to sort of give a, some official documentation to go from New South Wales into Queensland. But a lot of the states in Australia are shutting the borders. Western Australia is another example of that. A lot of Singaporeans might have properties, uh, you know, in, in Perth. Mm. And that's an area which is really shut off as well. The one other interesting point I'd like to bring up is 
drinking. A lot of Australians are drinking very hard now because they're spending a lot of time at home. <laughs> and health professionals Every, have everywhere. Come out and said, <laughs> everywhere, Jason, yeah, not exactly. just in Australia. <laughs> that's true, Glenn. That's true. But we know Australians love for beer and all that. So actually, this morning, there was a health professional saying, look, it's very important for recovering alcoholics, recovering drug addicts to have this fellowship. And of course, they can't have the AA meetings anymore like they normally do. So they are having to take this online and do it, uh, you know, in a different way, because it's very, very important that recovering alcoholics, drug addicts and just regular Aussies get the support that they need to get through this very difficult time. Well, that's good. That's good that people are getting the help they need, no matter what the issue is that they have. And uh, speaking of getting the help they need, the, the Ruby Princess cruise ship has been in the news and the passengers there. Uh, wh- what do we know about the passengers and, and how COVID-19 is impacting them? Yeah, this is a very controversial story. It's making the headlines here in Australia, and I know that you're both familiar with it. The Ruby Princess is a cruise ship that actually docked in Sydney Harbour a couple of weeks ago, and all the passengers got off the ship, and uh, a lot of them have infected um, a lot of the cases in New South Wales. In fact, they say around a third of the cases in New South Wales are linked to the Ruby Princess cruise ship. A and third? A lot of passengers wow. Mm. third, yes. And, and, and a lot of the passengers have got back on the Ruby Princess because they're not Australians, and now that's off the coast of New South Wales alongside half a dozen other ships. And there are some sick people still in the Ruby Princess. So there's a lot of uh, blame going on between the different officials now about whose mistake that was. To allow these passengers to walk off at the overseas passenger terminal at Sydney Harbour and pretty much spread COVID-19 throughout Sydney. So that's why New South Wales, one of the main reasons why New South Wales is by far the worst affected state. Right. And I'm assuming now you can probably tell us that so the cruise industry is pretty much ground to a halt. Obviously, it's a massive tourism dollar earner for Australia, but I'm imagining it's completely stopped at the moment. Yes. In fact, we've seen a lot of uh, cruises you know, now just stranded. And basically, the Australian government said to them, you need to go back to your home countries. And, and this is a message that we've seen in the U.S. as well. But another interesting uh, story that's come out here is the overseas students. And a lot of Singaporeans are here. International students are being told to go home if, they, if they've lost their part-time jobs. Obviously, colleges are closed, closed down. So if they can't support themselves, they're told to go back to their home country, with the exception of foreigners who are here working on farms. And some of those have had their visas extended so they can support the fruit and vegetable industries which both of you know are a very, very big supply to Singapore. Mm. Well, Jason, uh, real quickly, give us a, a little bit of uh, upbeat news on the on some free online lessons that are being available that are being offered. Yes, this is the Queensland Ballet. It's one of uh, three, only three professional ballet uh, companies within Australia, and uh, they are actually offering virtual demonstrations uh, from their homes because I think there are about forty dancers. They can't do this bar exercise, the B-A-R-R-E, which is a, mm. one of these things where they put their legs up high. So the Queensland Ballet has provided the bars to each of the uh, exponents of ballet, and a lot of people around uh, Australia can watch these uh, different virtual uh, pr- presentations of ballet. And the other good news is that um, just before the libraries closed here, every person in Queensland could get 60 library books out. 60 each. Wow. And they wow. don't have to return them. And actually, Neil Humphreys had a couple of books there. I, I think they were. Hey. Well. <laughs> and I bet they so, were the only two left on the shelf. <laughs> they, weren't in the, they weren't in the bargain bins, Neil, but they were 60 <laughs> books each. 
and you don't have to return them until the end of June or whenever this fall uh, ends. So the libraries are closed, but uh, you can imagine there was a mad scramble to get books before they closed a few days ago. That's a long time with Neil Humphreys. That's oh, all I have to say. Oh, dear me. My wife wouldn't want to spend <laughs> all the way till June with me. <laughs> all right. Well, our thanks to Jason Dacey, the owner of Cockatoo Media, calling in from Australia with the latest there. Thanks very much, Jason. Appreciate it. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.